Hi, welcome to the I Am a Kingdom Influencer radio broadcast. I am your host, Elder Corlette James, and I am so happy to be able to connect with you in the airwaves on today. Now sit back, buckle up, and let's meet today's influencers. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the I Am a Kingdom Influencer radio podcast. I'm so happy that you joined me today. I am your host, Quillette James, and as always, we have an exciting and a phenomenal show for you today, and I'm so, so excited about my guest for this afternoon because you know how I feel about influencers, and she is absolutely that. She has gone out of her way over and above to make sure that she impacts the lives of women and you know that's near and dear to my heart and not only just women but also black women and so I'm excited to welcome to the show today Miss E.R. Spaulding who is the creator of Black Women Startup. Welcome to the show E.R. How are you? I am fantastic, Coilette. Thank you so much for having me, for um, being in the space with your listening audience. So hello, everyone who is listening to this on the airwaves or the, the broadways and all the ways in between. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. You know, I love technology because it literally makes us global. So it is a phenomenal piece and a tool to use. So tell me about Black Woman Startup. What is it? Now that's a loaded question. No. (laughs) Black Woman Startup is really a movement to support Black women starting sustaining and scaling their businesses. So that really is what our intention is. And how we go about doing that is providing educational training that has real world application because we utilize black women who are in business to provide training to other black women who are thinking about starting a business, actually in the process and have started a business or have been in business for a while and they just haven't figured out how to crack the code and to make the business work. So all individuals are welcome in that particular space. But what really makes it so phenomenal is that it is a community of black women who are supporting each other's success in business. Oh, that's incredible. How did you get started with this? I mean, obviously you are a black woman. I can see that. But you know, how what was in your heart that gave you a passion to help others? Well, I've I've always had a passion. So I would just say I was born with it, right? My mom and daddy and God made me this way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here and and willing to serve. And I jokingly say I come from a family of educators. So my mom, by the time she retired um, with her doctorate in education, she was the vice principal of grammar school. My dad took on a second career, so he retired from the United um, Parcel Service, and then he went into teaching history in elementary school. I have a younger sister who's a college professor and dean in Colorado Springs. I have a brother who's a vice principal of a high school. So my family, I'm full of family educators. (laughs) (laughs) But 
I have this crazy idea, right, that I'm going to be in business. I'm going to go into business. And so mm -hmm. uh, my pathway and trajectory was slightly different from theirs. But what wound up happening is that everywhere I went, I was always teaching. Mm. I was always training. Because <laughs> it says so, in your blood. Right. It's it in my blood. Um, but as you stated, you know, it's not lost on me that I am black, I am a woman, and I, I really got into the space of entrepreneurship um, not prepared. And when I say not prepared, it was one of those things that I was kind of thrust into when I had what Michael Gerber calls like an entrepreneurial seizure. So it came about, I was working with an organization, I was their director of operations. And there was an outside org that came in to kind of evaluate what was going on inside the resource perspective. At the end of that, they recommended that I be promoted to a vice president of one of the vertical units instead of being the director of operations across five. And they figured, you know, they get more value and all of that. So I, I go into the office, they give me the wonderful news, we celebrate, and then over the course of the next couple of days, we start talking about what that would look like. And so I got an increase in um, responsibility. I got an increase in title. I got an increase in individuals that I had an opportunity to, you know, lead, and I got a decrease in salary. Wow. Right. I'm just going to let that marinate for a moment. Yeah, wow. <laughs> okay. okay. You know, and, and I had to compose myself because I'm originally from the south side of Chicago, so there was a little black girl, you know, necro that wanted to come out, but I'm like, okay, this may not be environment mm. just like I'm talking about well it's exactly and um and so I did ask that question like you know well you know why is that and the response was that I was such a phenomenal individual with what I did and who I was inside of the company that they knew that I was going to not only hit but surpass my key performance indicators, which was one of the tools that they utilized to measure what your bonus compensation be at the end of the year. Um, and so when they factored all of those things in, they were like, well, you're going to make ultimately more than you're making now. You just have to wait to the back end and collect it. So I literally thought it was a test. You know, I just thought, I was like, okay, they want to see if I know how to negotiate. Because as a vice president, I'm looking over contracts, I'm dealing with vendors and, you know, solving crises, management, mm -hmm. all of those different things. So I thought that it really was a test. And so I said, okay, give me a week. So I got all my business training, master's degree, pulled on all of that. Give me a week, let me think about it, and I'll come back and let's have a conversation. And so during the course of that week, I was sitting there and began to, you know, have this conversation with myself. And I realized that I would, I started negotiating with myself. I started negotiating whether or not my, my fur baby, my little four-legged baby, he needed to go to daycare, right, every day of the week. Or did I need to buy every black pair of shoes that caught my eye? And you know, while the answer to that could be no, I didn't want it to be no because someone else gave me that answer. Right. Versus me being the one to come up with that answer for myself. And so I walked in there um, and 
I told them, thank you for the opportunity, but give me, um, let's, you know, look at a 90-day exit strategy. Let's, you know, begin interviewing individuals because it will take about five people to replace little old me mm -hmm. um, with what was on my plate. And we had until the end of the year, we had until December to, you know, make that transition. And then I became a, a full-blown entrepreneur. Um, and so I went into it um, naively, um, you know, in retrospect. And the reason for that was I had this master's degree. And when I came out, because I had built up such wonderful relationships with individuals, I was getting contracts left and right. So mm -hmm. I left one, you know, position and then went into entrepreneurship. And I had multiple six figures, you know, almost in three months. Mm. And so lifestyle didn't really change. I have my condo in Atlanta, my house in Chicago. I'm flying back and forth and I'm doing all of the things that I normally did. And so I'm like, well, I should have done this a long time ago. <laughs> Sometimes we have to be pushed into our destiny. Absolutely. And then the market changed, right? Mm. A couple of years later, the market shifted. And so discretionary funds were not as flowing and abundant, um, you know, and then that's really where my entrepreneurial chops got challenged. Mm. I had never really had to um, understand or think about marketing from the sense of you're starting from nothing and now you have to market yourself and position yourself and mm -hmm. um, how to close the sale because what was happening was, hey, we've got a need over here. We know that you're great. Let's, you know, make the contract, you know, um, proposal look like this, sign on the dotted line, and let's get rolling. So I didn't have to, you know, get on the phone, understand rejection, mm -hmm. um, people saying no, overcoming objections in that sense with working for myself. And so there was a deep decline. So I went from multiple six figures to trying to figure out how to bring in five. Right. Um, and so all of the things that snowball as a result of that. So in addition to being out here and being an entrepreneur, now I'm losing my home. Right. Going into foreclosure, bills not being paid, you know, car on the repossession list. And so the additional stress of the financial strain. Now I've drained my Roth IRA and all of those things trying to make it work. And now that I really need the support and help i'm going out and looking for coaches and mentors and all of that and they're like oh we absolutely know what your problem is seven five hundred dollars please ten thousand dollars please mm -hmm. and while i believe in investing because it is important mm -hmm. i didn't have it and so i'm in a point where i need it and can't get access to it and so for me Black Woman Startup was a was born out of my desire to make sure that no one had to um, undergo not having access to critical components that they needed when they needed it. So it is, you know, we get that when things are flourishing, you know, some stuff may escape you, but when you're really out here and you're struggling, you're trying to put the pieces together mm -hmm. and you are giving it all that you've got and all you need is someone to turn around and give you a hand yes. and say, I see you, I love you, I support mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And so Black Woman Startup was really born out of my experience with, you know, when the money was dry, 
the, the well, you know, <laughs> it didn't feel like it was deep enough. And I'm trying to figure out how to find the pump mm-hmm. um, to have someone say, you know, and say for, for free or for a nominal fee, here's how I can support you so that you can get up on your feet. That's phenomenal. You know, I have noticed that most people's passions are birthed out of their trauma. You know, we go through trials and tribulations and we, in the midst of that, will literally birth out the passion and the destiny, really, that God placed in us from the get-go. But as long as we're just merely going along our way, we don't realize what is lacking. You know, it is going through those trials and those tribulations that it gives light to what others don't have because now you don't have it. (laughs) So, you know, you feel someone's pain. It's one thing to have sympathy for somebody, but it's something entirely different to have empathy for them. When I have walked in your shoes, then my take on your struggle is totally different. Absolutely. Totally different. Well, I know that you just started a new leg to Black Women Startup called the Trainers Baruch. Tell us about that. Right. So that is one of the key components. Like I said, um, parents, family, educators. Um, I was, you know, when I was in the corporate world, I was always in corporate training. And again, it is how do individuals begin to gain access to what they need when they need it. Hmm. Um, And the other thing was, is that I had gone to school. I had done everything that I was quote unquote told to do, right? So I, I went to school, got the degrees, got the job, but there were things that my master's degree lacked. So I had a lot of theory. Right. I had a lot of textbook knowledge, but the real world application of what the impact of that would be in my life and in my business is only something that can be lived out. And it's only something that can be executed when you have been through fire, been through the storm, mm-hmm. understood, you know, um, it's, it's one thing for someone to say, hey, we've got market analysis and you're writing a paper on what the market looks like right. versus actually in the market and you've got all of these strange conditions Mm -hmm. that are beginning to take place. So the Trainers Bureau is really for the community of women that have rallied around and raised their hands and said, hey, I'm black. I'm a woman. I want to be in business, start a business, grow my business. And I also want support. I want help, I want connection, I want partnership and Mm -hmm. and everything that comes along with it. Mm -hmm. And I want, more importantly, to be in a community of like-minded individuals who are like-minded in mind, body, and spirit. Mm -hmm. And so the Trainers Bureau really is taking successful entrepreneurial women and bringing them inside of the space and saying, this is an opportunity, should you choose to accept it, to pay it forward or give it back to um, you know, reflect on where you may have been in your journey and support another woman coming along. Mm-hmm. And so every month, um, those who are actually trainers inside of the Bureau, they contribute 30 minutes of educational content of real world experiences and scenarios in their area of expertise. So that would look like If I am a marketing or branding specialist, every month I provide to the group to pay it forward 
30 minutes of educational content. Um, and so what it is giving us the ability to do is to stream out seven days a week, 365 days a year, a place where Black women can come and be exposed to training that they need in order to implement inside of their business so that they can grow and be successful. Because the, the statistics are startling, right? Mm -hmm. um, we are hearing a lot of propaganda. Well, let me take that back. It, it's not propaganda in the sense that Black women are the fastest growing sector of um, entrepreneurs. So that is absolutely true. In 2018, Black women in business generated $400 billion. Oh my goodness. Yes. I'll say that again. <laughs> black women wow. in business generated close to $400 billion in revenue. Mm. And for the most part, that's wonderful. That is absolutely great. But because I'm an educator, because I'm a trainer, and I jokingly say I'm one eighth researcher, scientist. <laughs> I've got a little geek. I always like to know what do these numbers really, really mean. And mm -hmm. so as I began to dive into them a little bit further, reading through the American Express report, the Nielsen report, and all of these things where these, you know, large multi-million dollar organizations come in and collect up this data. Um, I began to notice that there is a trend. So about 10 years ago, if you look at just women in general, um, they, they began to generate about roughly um, $86,000 annually in revenue. Okay. And then you begin to break that out into subsections and you would find that white women in business were around 96000 and women of color were around 75000 five to seven years, and you begin to see that white women in business were moving up, and they were beginning to move into the $100,000, $110,000, $121,000 range, okay. and women of color began to shrink, so that $86,000 then began to go to $64,000. Mm. A few years later into the future, women of color dropped to about $56,000, and that's women of color you extract women of color or you extract black women from women of color and you find that black women in business on average were bringing home $24,700 per annum. Oh, wow. And that is in revenue. So we haven't even accounted for expenses, Mm. Um, operating expenses, cost of goods, sold or whatever. So we haven't gotten to income. Because income, you know, income is for me. Revenue is mm. for my company. Right. So right. I'm only bringing in $24,700 in revenue for the mm. company. What am I doing in terms of taking pay as income? Right. So when you look at that in the aggregate, the number of 400 really, really sounds great and phenomenal. Mm -hmm. But what that translates into is that you've got hundreds of thousands of Black women in business who went from being an entrepreneur to being eligible to stand in line for government assistance. My goodness. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong. So I don't want anyone to walk away and say that, you know, government assistance, assistance is bad. 
because guess who had welfare? When I went through my tumultuous time, I, I had to apply for food stamps. So mm -hmm. I know what that looks and what that feels like. Mm -hmm. And it was a life jacket when mm -hmm. I needed it. Mm -hmm. But more and more women, black women that is, are being forced into entrepreneurship. They're either overworked, underpaid, undervalued. That was me. I was forced out of a position because someone wanted me to work for something less than my right. work. Right. There are individuals that are being harassed in the workplace mm -hmm. and they have hostile environments that they're working under. Mm -hmm. And so they're being forced out into entrepreneurship. You have other individuals that are finding their passion and things that they really want to do and they feel called by the creator to do and moving into the entrepreneurial space. You have women who are side hustling because what they're making at work is Doesn't not enough it. to take care of yeah. them and their family. And so they are now moving into the entrepreneurial mm -hmm. space. So what you made of Black women, either through force or through I gotta get it in, are moving into entrepreneurship. But entrepreneurship is not yielding the return that would have them be, do, and live these bold and magnanimous lives that was promised mm -hmm. to us by the Creator. Wow. And there is no one else stepping inside of the space and looking at Black women and saying, I see you, mm -hmm. I hear you. Mm -hmm. More importantly, I am here to support you. Mm -hmm. So, with that being the case, I could not have uncovered this and stood by the sidelines. But I also recognized that. Um, that I can't do it alone, mm -hmm. right? right? And I'm not naive enough or egotistical enough to think that I'm the answer to everyone's prayers. Mm. I am just choosing to be an access point, right? And I am calling all women who are successful and who have been able to crack the cold with their time, talents, and treasures to contribute to a community so that as these women, for whatever the reason, are being, um, are moving into entrepreneurship, that the tide begins to float the boat. Because mm -hmm. there was something very interesting that um, a very good friend of mine said. And he said, a rising tide floats all boats. Hmm. And we hear that all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then he asked a very powerful question because powerful people ask powerful, powerful questions. questions. Yes. And the question that came behind that is, so we have a rising tide floats all boats, but who is going to be the tide? Hmm. And so the Black Woman Startup Trainers Bureau are a band of women who have come together and raised their hands and said, yes, we'll be the tide. We'll do, and collectively, the lifting won't be so heavy because mm -hmm. we're all doing it together. So I don't have to figure out how seven days a week, you know, 365 days that I'm, you know, on Facebook Live or coming up with new content and all of that, that we are collectively coming together, mm -hmm. but it all gets done. And black women in business wind up being more successful than they have been in the past. So how does one connect with the Trainers Bureau, both as a trainer and as someone that needs help? 
Right. Um, so if you are a trainer, you can go to www.blackwomanstartuptrainers.com. So that's B-L-A-C-K-W-O-M-A-N-S-T-A-R-T-P trainers, T-R-A-I-N-E-R-S.com. So that's blackwomanstartuptrainers.com. If you are a black woman in business, um, if you are successful and you want to train and share your value with others, do you need to have done this before? Absolutely not, because we provide training for the trainers, <laughs> right? So we support you in getting your message out and how to fine tune and craft it. But if this feels like or it's something that resonates with you, we encourage you to come over and interview um, to become part of the, the bureau itself. And then for those who are looking to get access to the training um, and receive, then go to www.blackwomanstartuptribe.com. So that's blackwomanstartuptribe.com. So has the training began or um, is it, when is it scheduled to go live? What, where, what's the time frame here? Yes. So we are with our inaugural class of trainers. So we're so very excited. Um, and we will be getting started towards the end of April. So no one has missed anything, right? If you're a trainer, you haven't missed anything. If you are looking to receive training, you haven't missed anything yet. So um, this is a very new program that is being rolled out. Um, our trainers in first wave are gearing up, they're submitting videos, and they've got cool graphics and looking all good. Um, and so we are beginning to push that out um, after the 15th of April. Okay. We'll begin the training. But being a member of the community, whether you are a trainer or a trainee, you still have access because we'll be pushing it out through our Facebook community right now. And um, individuals can go there and have access to the training. And for those who are looking to receive training, it's absolutely free. The only thing that you are investing is your time and energy to figure out where you need some support, watch the videos, and then begin to implement it. And the wonderful thing about it is that all of the trainers are a part of the community as well. So you have access beyond, mm -hmm. right? Um, just beyond what you see. So it's not like, you know, Oprah. And I love Oprah, but, you know, I can't call her up and say, hey, right. Oprah, right. I saw the right. so Monday, and I just want to talk to you about it and see how <laughs> Right? <laughs> so these ladies are nonetheless that valuable, impactful, but they're accessible, mm -hmm. which is also part of the design so that, again, the help that you need when you need it, you know, because going back to my story, I was in a space where I needed it, but I, I couldn't get access to it. Mm. So let me just recap that again in case my listeners are sitting there in shock going, did she say free? <laughs> okay. So you are literally offering this training to help black women entrepreneurs get their business either off the ground or expand their ground absolutely free? Absolutely no cost. Wow. They just have to take action. And that action is going over to www.blackwomanstartuptribe.com 
You're going to answer a few questions, your first name, your email. Like, it's not rocket science. It's three questions. <laughs> Put your info. We let you inside of the group. And you will, starting, um, you know, the latter part of April, seven days a week, you will have access to training. That is phenomenal. And, and it's, it's training across the board, you know, because we talked about um, me being in business school. But in business school, they never provided me with training on how to be in relationship with my partner as an entrepreneur, mm. right? And what that looked like. They never, you know, told me how to manage the children, <laughs> right? When I'm up at 3 a.m. trying to figure out how to they don't teach you um about how to stay healthy and well Mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur you know um allowing yourself and making it a part of your plan to go and grab a massage and go see the chiropractor and eating healthy and what you're eating in your body as it relates to being a black woman in business so yes there are the very you know hard and tangible outcome like what should my marketing look like what should my vision my mission and and you know putting my business plan so you get all of that training but in addition to that because we know that you're a whole woman Hmm. (laughs) right and it sounds like you have a complete holistic approach to this absolutely so there will be individuals that are dealing with spiritual and you know life transformational work and you know how to be encouraged as a black woman in business how to find your voice and your strength inside of that so it's a very holistic approach because again we are not partial women we're whole women living big and beautiful lives and there are things that will come up as entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. that we never really had to deal with before you know and there are some things that are unique to us, right? How right. when we begin to make money, right? And our spouse has been the primary breadwinner and now it flip-flops from a financial perspective. Whoa, what does that look like? Yes. Or, you know, you have a whole lot of friends that are in your circle and they work nine to five. Mm-hmm. And for an entrepreneur, sometimes, you know, in the beginning stages of it, it feels as if your light never goes off. <laughs> Right, you're you're rising and you're going down before the moon can make its full rotation, and so your relationships with them change. You can't go out, you know, um, and do things that you normally would, or because you are investing in systems and automation to make your life easier, that means that you may not be able to go on a girls' trip for the weekend because you need to invest in a coach mm-hmm. or, you know, a sponsor. And so the dynamics of those friendships begin to change and it can feel a little uncomfortable. And so all of our not all of them, but there are some coaches that speak directly to these relational things that happen um, for you as a woman in business. That is incredible. The name of the show is I Am a Kingdom Influencer. And I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you and you are the epitome of a kingdom influencer. Somebody that God has installed a passion to help others and you're not sitting on it. You are actually pouring into and impacting the lives of those you come in contact with 
I salute you. I'm sitting here, and as I'm listening to you, I'm like, you know, I need to start an award, you know, and you will be one of my first people to receive the award as a kingdom influencer, because I absolutely love what you do. One of the things that I maintain is that I think one of my greatest secrets in life is the fact that I am a black woman and I had to come into my my recognition that, you know, the creator created me in this skin. He gave me this gender. He gave me this skin. I didn't ask for it, but he knew that there was a calling on my life in which I would be productive in the skin that he placed me in. And I wholeheartedly see that in you, you know, and I, I applaud you. I really, really do. I, I, this is phenomenal. And I am hopeful that my listeners are taking this in and will utilize the gift that you are giving because that is a gift. The gift of education and wisdom um, and, and peace of mind to a person is far greater really than dollars and cents. It's something that you, know, you, you can't put a price tag on, seriously. And what I believe is, is that when you impact a person's life, it's generational because the impact that you're putting into your sister's life will carry on to her generation and the next generation and the next generation and it's just it's an incredible thing so i'm honored to have you on the show to know you and to recognize what you're doing in the community it is absolutely phenomenal Thank you. And, and I just want to say, because I don't know if your listening off, um, audience knows that Colette James <laughs> is one of the trainers inside the bureau. And so um, it, it's uh, unique. Today I sent out an email to, um, uh, to my email distribution list. And it was like, I am looking to walk with women who practice what they preach, mm. okay? And you are absolutely one of those women that you um, are constantly in the space where you are influencing and expanding your territory to support individuals that you are not in a, um, a scarcity mindset, that you are in abundance. And these are all of the principles that you preach and talk about, I'm sure, on a weekly basis when you are putting your podcast out there. But I just want everyone to know that Colette actually walks the talk. And I'm appreciative to you because you were one of those individuals that were a part of the inaugural class that raised your hand and you said, hey, this is a pilot program. I haven't seen anything like this before. <laughs> and I'm, I'm ready to roll up my sleeves and to get in there and to be a contributing founding member of it. And so I so appreciate you and thank, thank you for you. who and who you continue to be. Thank you. I appreciate that. I do. I do. Well, that that time has gone by so quickly, as I said it would. <laughs> I know. It's just like, poof, gone. Um, but thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for sharing your heart. And thank you for giving back. So it, it is just an incredible thing. I always end the show with this. And the fact that you have the ability to be an influencer in 
every life that you come in contact with. For some, it's just a, a hello with a smile on your face to let you know that, let that person know that you value their space, you know? You value the fact that they exist. Some people go through life and they walk and they just keep their head held down because they're, they're sheltered or they're shell-shocked or they have such a low self-esteem of themselves that they don't think anybody else sees them. Just to, to, to acknowledge their existence is impactful to their very lives. So I encourage you, be that kingdom influencer that God created you to be. He gave us directions when he created mankind, and that was to be fruitful and multiply, to subdue and to take dominion. How do you take dominion? You take dominion of your sphere of influence by giving back to it. Giving back is powerful. It is so powerful. And for me, when I'm in that position, it's more powerful for me than probably it is to the other person because I just love the spirit, you know, that God has placed within all of us to be those givers. We are an answer to someone else's problem. That's why we're here. You are not created just to aimlessly go through life. You were created for purpose and destiny. So walk in it. I encourage you to be a kingdom influencer. Thank you so much, ER, for being on the show. Thank you for being a kingdom influencer. And I wish you all the best in all you're doing. And I'm excited about the trainers guru. Yes, I am. I certainly yeah. am. So, to all, we will get with you again next week. And we just thank you for tuning in. Have a glorious week. Be blessed. Thank you for joining me for this edition of I Am a Kingdom Influencer. And remember, you have the ability to impact the lives of all those you come in contact with. You are a Kingdom Influencer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.